You are listening to the Testudo Times Podcast Network. Why are you drinking a White Claw on a, on a Tuesday at, at 7.30? It's called creativity, brother. I like that. I can get down with that. Yeah. Well, let's welcome the people to it. This is episode number four, Tilted Bench Podcast. I'm Andrew Terrell. I'm coming to you live from Indianapolis, Indiana this week. I'm home for the Christmas. I've been drinking. Talk to him, Trent. Yeah, what's going on, people? Coming at you live from Austin, Texas. I'm currently cleaning up a white claw with my underwear that was on the ground in my bedroom. <laughs> that sounds absolutely disgusting, but I like it. Um, I mean, dude, you got to work with what you got. I don't. Simple. I don't disagree with you. God, is this man? Hey, <laughs> hey, get it under right. control, all right? All right, we're good. Okay, everything's cool. good. White claws are away from the hands. Just kidding, I got one in my hand still, but let's rock and roll. <laughs> All right, um, let's start it out with a with what we were talking about earlier, Train, with a quick promise to everybody about about what we got going on. Yeah, I mean, if we're being completely honest with ourselves and the rest of the world, we've been pretty shitty. We've been skipping episodes, we've been getting lazy. I've been so tired, I, man. <laughs> I mean, dude, I get home from work. And I just want to sit on the couch and do nothing for 25 hours. But I can't. I can't. I completely agree with you, man. I get home from work and there's nothing more I want than to wrap myself in a warm blanket and have some popcorn and watch a movie. <laughs> and, drink, and drink fucking 17 Coronas until I can't feel my face anymore. So that's where I'm at with yeah. my life. I don't know about you. <laughs> well, I'm, 17 Coronas is a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. It is a lot. I mean, all right. Well, regardless of how much we hate our jobs and everything else, we are here to give you more con- content. It's yeah. plain and simple. We're going to we're gonna go ahead and promise something real quick here. Next week, we got two episodes coming at you live from Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah, that's right, bitches. I'm home for fucking Christmas. Yep. Let's do it. Turn it up. Chug it, chug it. Not choo-choo. only that, not only that. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and give you guys some more Instagram content. I'm gonna be tweeting. Look out for my tweets because they're gonna be crazy and I'm ready for it. You let me loose on a Twitter account, you're in trouble. And Andrew's let me loose on the Twitter account. And things are gonna get a little nuts. Yeah, we uh, we had Big Train leashed up there for a little bit. We let him out of the cage. <laughs> um, and as you can tell, he's gonna go absolutely nuts. He's a uh, he's one hell of a tweeter. So. That's where we're at right now. Um, we're excited for what we got coming on. More content, more podcasts. Uh, we're here for it, and we hope you guys stick along with us. We also want to ask you guys, if you guys know anybody that can you know, 
get our stuff out there even more. Let us know. We're open to all options. We're just trying to get this to as many people as possible. It's tough to start. I mean, as Train and I can both agree, I'm sure, it's not easy talking on a voice recorder. Like, it's, no. it's fucking awkward. I mean, we're literally, we're literally using voice memos on the iPhone yeah. to get this podcast done because we have no budget. Yeah, zero budget. I, if you, at zero. I mean, if you want to go ahead and shout us out to the big dogs, do it. Let us know. Let's get this funded. I want to quit my job so I can do this full time and give you guys all the love you deserve. Yeah, I agree. The content needs to be fuller, have more people involved. We just need more shit. And we know enough people, such as the Kevin Herders of the world, that we can get you guys what you want. We just need a little help from you guys. Enough about that BS. We're ready for the good stuff. Let's hit NCAA basketball. We're talking Big Ten. We're talking Big 12. <laughs> We're talking Big Booty. Especially you, Stacy. <laughs> I don't even know a, I don't even know a Stacy. I don't think either of us know a girl named Stacy. Yeah, I definitely don't. Um, but hey, we're talking Big Ten. We're getting crazy. Yeah, I mean, we could talk. No, we'll talk Big Ten. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think Big Ten beginning of the year, you were a little harsh on them, talking about some things sliding around the court. I think they put it back in their pants, and they looked pretty solid. There's been some weird losses. It's just gonna. It's just like Big Ten football. Big Ten basketball is the same thing. It's it's a mess. They just beat each other all year. Yeah. Nobody's really that great at the end of the season because they've been getting fucking beat down all year by all these Big Ten teams. If you go to a Big Ten school at their home court, it's nearly impossible to win. Agreed. Unless, well, and there's your exceptions like Rutgers here. And there. But Rutgers this year just beat the hell out of Seton Hall. They beat Miles Wisconsin. Yeah. I mean, well, in Wisconsin, we don't even know if Wisconsin's uh, yeah. a good team. Yeah, they, they could suck. be the community college of the Big Ten this year. Like, yeah, there's always I'm one, sure. dude. Every conference has that oh, has that every year. community college type team. If not one, there's like four. Yeah, there'll be years where there's just like four at the bottom that lose every single game. But and it's like, I, oh, I big... we have we have Rutgers this week. <laughs> okay, you remember when that Rutgers basketball coach was just caught on video just pegging his players with basketballs yeah snatching them up throwing basketballs at them and all that <laughs> yeah. shit. so funny crazy story uh last year Rutgers had a player on their team and he was like charged with kidnapping assault all sorts of shit because he wouldn't let his girlfriend leave his room like during games he literally right. had her chained up what? yeah <laughs> no I'm being dead serious that's not funny at all it's not funny it's crazy it was scary and like the dude I don't know. He looked like a great guy. Like, he looked nice. He was giggling on the court. whole time, he had somebody That's chained tough, up man. in his room. That's tough. Yeah. I mean. Now, I don't know. if You get into that kind of stuff. I don't know if it stems from your coach hitting you in the face with a basketball. I think that's more internal, maybe some background abuse. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not going to dig into his life. Me neither. I mean, I. Yeah. He's not there but, anymore, obviously. Uh, hopefully. Well, and there, I mean. We got those things going on. We got the coach hitting people in the face with fucking basketballs. There's a reason they're in the bottom four every year. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I mean, enough about Rutgers. We don't even need to talk about them. They won't be in any conversation this year. They may have won a game here in the past week. Seton Hall is not their best player. Seton Hall is going to come to Maryland. I do think if Seton Hall doesn't get beat by 30 by Maryland, Maryland is in trouble. If Seton Hall 
doesn't get beat. Oh, if Maryland doesn't beat them by 30? Yeah, I said that in the worst way possible. If Maryland doesn't 30-ball them, I'll be concerned. Well, they're without their two best players. Miles Powell apparently told his coach during the Rutgers game, he said, hey, coach, why are we practicing at Rutgers? (laughs) (laughs) So that clearly, he was hurt. Uh, I actually tweeted that he quit on his team. I apologize. He didn't quit on his team. He was borderline dead. Yeah. I That's insane. I've never heard that before. Um, but, hey, he said it. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't say it. Yeah, I didn't say it either. Uh, <laughs> moving on to Maryland losing at Penn State. What are your thoughts on that? Whatever, man. They needed to lose a game. Playing at Penn State, you might as well be playing – St. Luke's CYO really, basketball. Almost, I was almost said something way worse. You might as well just be playing in an empty gym. Yeah. And <laughs> I know what you're going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you know what I was going to say, you might be giggling, you might be pissed off. I'm sorry. Yeah. But playing at Penn State, you're playing in front of like 20 people. Nobody goes to their games, and those 20 people are, are the Penn State band staff. Band, staff, well, cheerleaders. They, I don't think they let the band in the stadium. I would... It, I don't know. I've been there three times. The band conductor said, "There's not enough people here listening. We're not. We're not playing tonight." <laughs> I like that. That's how it should be. If there's if there's yeah. sub three hundred people there, there is no reason the band should be playing the fight song as the team runs out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there is nothing more uncomfortable. We used to play Division two teams when I was at Maryland, and we would run out to the band playing with like ten fans in the stands, like screaming a little. It was like playing in high school again it was ridiculous and it's way tougher because maryland they're playing at the xfinity center at home against okay teams whatever but the place is packed it's rocking if some if maryland's down a point the whole place is going to be going crazy for them to get that lead back when you're at penn state you got fucking joe schmo and that's it and the crowd yelling and I couldn't play there. I, I don't know. I think shooting a free throw there would probably be the hardest thing in the world. Yeah, because you got like... It'd be so quiet. Exactly. Too quiet. Now, I'm a big believer, the less noise you make during a free throw, the tougher it is to make it. Now, I'm... Oh, absolutely. I'm 0 for 2 in my career as a free throw shooter at the University of Maryland. Two of which... <laughs> I, I saw one of the worst free throws I've ever seen in my life. Hey, man. From you at Maryland. So, if, if you don't know, walk-ons before they play... Um, any type of game, it's not an off day for you. You have to like work out and do all that shit because you're not actually getting a workout during the game. You still got to stay in shape. So I'm in the uh, weight room, and I mean, I'm pumping weight. Like I'm moving around a little bit of iron. And then we get up 40, and I'm thinking, shit, I can't, my, my arms aren't going to go over my head. Like I can't feel my arms at all. I get to the free throw line. I look at Travis, and I tell Kevin, I'm fucked. This thing's going short. I'm, I'm going to airball it being on ESPN. I wasn't going to have it happen. I just went backboard, backboard. I had to. Of course. I I will say I don't feel that sorry for you because people forget college students, when there's a 7 p.m. tip-off on a Wednesday night and you're in class till 6, yeah. there's a lot of catching up to do. That hour, 6 to 7, talk about a workout. Yeah, exactly. You are consuming a disgusting amount of liquor <laughs> and then running into a stadium and cheering on people that you don't even know. Yeah. I like that. It, it's a workout. It is a workout. And, you know, Maryland's starting to sell beer at games. I was offered. Fantastic. I was offered to shotgun a Bud Light uh, before one of the tips. And quite frankly, it was the toughest no of my entire career. But. I know you were pissed off when we were in the stands getting hammered and you were on the court. Well, on the bench yeah. cheering on the squad. I'm going to take no offense to that big train. 
Because <laughs> I don't, I don't think you meant any offense. I thought you meant for no. clarification, uh, factual reasons. But uh, yeah, I was. I was absolutely one hundred percent pissed. There was nothing fun about yeah. it. I would look up every ten minutes, and Big Matt yeah, is slugging down his seventeenth beer, um, and Train was shirtless, five rows up. I mean, you got to do what you got to do when you get in an environment like that. I know I kind of get a little nuts. I lose my mind. I don't know where I am at times. It's just all part of the experience. I completely agree with you. But talking about the experience, though, I mean, we've been bantering about liquor for twenty minutes. What else we got for these people? Uh, let's. So, just so everybody knows, we've had a lot of questions about what it's like after winning and losing on the road or at home in the Big Ten. Um, I've lost at Penn State every time I went. And when I tell you it's it's the most demoralizing loss there is, only because while you're running off the court, the like seven students that were there are literally just flicking you off, letting you know you lost to Penn State Nittany Lions. Um, yeah. They're making fun of themselves half the time. Like we're 0-10 and, and now we're 1-11. I respect that. I respect every second of that. Yeah, I mean, I can get completely behind that. But in the locker room after those types of games, uh, to be honest, before Turgeon walks in, it's a hell of a lot of silence. Like You just sit there and reflect for a little <laughs> bit like, fuck, like we're going to get this, a little scary. We're going to get the shit beat out of us in practice. Um, not literally. Yeah. Obviously, we're not Rutgers, but like <laughs> wind probably- sprints, all that type of stuff. But no, it'll just be it'll be a hard practice the next couple of weeks. It'll be a lot of preparation, a lot of focus. Um, and the most telling thing is just through film. Turgeon does a really good job of showing people what they do wrong, especially when it comes to film. He's uh, very detail oriented yeah. with that. So it's not always a bad thing when you lose those type of games. You know, it's like yeah, it is a bad thing if you let it fester and you let it sit there like fuck. We lost to Penn State, or it can be a good thing like okay. We lost to Penn State. Why? Let's figure it out and let's move on. So it's it's a little bit of 50-50 hindsight. But when you're in the situation, you know, it's not that fun. Yeah, I can't stress enough how important that loss at Penn State was for this young Maryland team. Yeah. I think it's going to make all the difference coming down the stretch. They know what it's like to play down to some competition, and they just can't let that happen anymore. And I think they'll realize that and – Come end of the year, they're not losing to Penn State. They're 20-ball in Penn State. I completely – I also think – I'm a big believer. Everybody who sends tweets and says messages, oh, Maryland's only beating really bad teams by two points, blah, blah, blah. It's not about, at the end of the year, Maryland beat Illinois by one point. It's Maryland won the game. That's plain and simple. And two, you never know, like you said, if they're just playing down to competition – and who knows when they play a Michigan State, they'll play the exact same as a Michigan State or Ohio State. You never yeah, know until exactly. you see it. Yeah, I think that's really important. I think also <clears throat> when it comes down to the end of the year, at the end of the day, I've never heard any of the selection show people or whoever's doing it that day say, oh, they lost at Minnesota. What a horrible loss. Yeah. It's like a Big Ten team at their home court, like we've mentioned before, is just – it's almost impossible to win if the team's somewhat decent and if the crowd's there, it, it's tough. And I, I think that that's really good for the Big Ten, but it sucks that we beat up each, on each other all the year. But at the end of the day, it's good because you're ready. When it comes to ten, yeah, when it comes to seven 
to ten teams getting into the tournament from your conference, it's coming from the Big Ten because they're that deep. Exactly. And that's why I think this year you might get a surprise. Uh, I know Jay Billis said there's no real, you know, dark, there's no real uh, major threat right now. Like, it's whoever's going to be peaking at that yeah. time. I think this year is the type of year that, number one, a 16 seed wins more than one game. And I think a 15, 14, 13, and 12, I think a 12 seed could go to the final four because it'll be a, it'll be a Belmont. It'll be yeah. a team with tons of seniors that have been through the gauntlet instead of just a, you know, highly recruited team. It'll be an experienced yeah, like team. A last, like a last year's Oregon. Exactly. For example. Exactly. Like, <clears throat> teams like that, I agree. I think the mid-major programs that have been good all season – not getting a lot of recognition because they're in a mid-major uh, conference, they're going to end up doing some things in the tournament because like Jay J- Billis did say, it's not a top-heavy top 25 this year. Now, it's not like it's not like the top five is, oh, my God, this person's going to win it all or at least be in the final four. Like, Is Anthony Cowan an All-American? Absolutely. I said it from the beginning. Absolutely. I agree. I completely – I mean, I don't see how yeah, you even I, somewhat argue against could, it. I think we could argue for an hour if you disagreed with me on that. Yeah. I mean, from a statistical <clears throat> I mean, standpoint, even he is. I mean, and then you watch – He's shooting over 40%. He's averaging over 15 a game. What else can you ask for from a fucking senior? Hey, man. I'm not asking much more. He hits game winners. He comes in clutch. <laughs> he wins games. He makes free throws and he defends. What else do you want in, a, yeah. in anybody? So – Speaking of speaking of being top heavy, um, yeah. let's transition to the NBA here a little bit. Excellent, unbelievably top heavy in both both the East and the West. It's ridiculous. There are six teams right now out of the East and West that are both really fucking good. Yeah, I, it's really top heavy. If you look at records, it's not top heavy, but it's really top heavy on both sides. If you look at what it's gonna what it's gonna be Agreed. at the end of the day, at the end of the season, I I will say the Eastern Conference, through, I mean the Nets are horrible, but they will be good. Hometown, they have Kevin Durant coming back. He's not coming back this season. Not this year. I'm saying in general, they will be good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. Whatever. They don't need to be good this year, but Kyrie's probably gonna be pissed off and ask for a trade anytime soon. But. Yeah. Top six in the East, just because my Pacers are number six, and God, I love Indy. I think top six in the East is going to – the Eastern Conference playoffs, as usual, will be so competitive. I'll be crying in my seat if the Pacers lose. I think we have a chance to go in Eastern Conference Finals this year. But that's just that. Lakers, Clippers, Mavs. The Mavs, man. What the fuck? Luka Doncic is the truth. They're – dude, he's – it's not even like – you watch like you watch players of the past five years. No one is even close. When it comes to it's like no. being a rookie coming into the league with that type yeah, of production, coming especially coming from overseas, and everyone's like, "Oh, all the overseas yeah. guys that always come in super ready to go," and everyone thinks they're gonna score thirty a game. Luca did it. He did. He did. He just walked in and said, "Fuck all of you. I'm better than the NBA. I'm here. I'm here to stay." Like he's gonna be around for a while. So he's gonna win an MVP. Yeah. Someday. At least I think. Yeah, there's no reason I mean, he can't. You got, if you have LeBron James coming up to you before a game and saying you're a bad motherfucker, you're going to be in the league for 20 years and you're going to have a couple MVPs under your belt. 
Yeah, and you will, quote, be a bad MF. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan of him. I actually think he's he's going to be good uh, for a really, really long time. I mean, he has the old yeah. man game. It's not like he's going in there doing windmill dunks. He's distributing. He has a little set shot. He can move off the – I mean, he's, he's an all-around player, yeah, and I he's mean, an old man game. 25 games in the season, he's got his team in the top three in the West – that's hard to do any season. I don't care, care when it is. But he does have some help. Chris S. Porzingis got arrested in New York and decided to go to Dallas, yeah. and he's killing. Tim Hardaway, he's a sleeper guy for them. He was also he a Nick. Starts, <clears throat> he was. If he starts putting up some numbers, the Mavs will be really scary, but fuck, dude. Lakers, Clippers. I fucked the Clippers, first of all. I Why? bet... $200 that they would beat the Bulls last week. I thought Paul George, you know, an old indie guy, could go in there and do it himself. They lost to the fucking Bulls, dude. The Bulls are so bad. I don't disagree, but it's the NBA, dude. You cannot bet on the NBA and actually win money off of that type of stuff. It's just like, come on, Paul. I don't disagree. I'm on. not going to sit here and disagree. What was, like, did you do it money line or did you do it spread? I did both. <laughs> okay, well... 100 on the spread, 100 on the money line. Let's just say neither hit. and Move on. I owed some people some money. Um, yeah. I'm in debt, too, so I don't give a fuck. Well, I'm in debt yeah, to you, I uh, think, actually. Yeah, you might be. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the Bucks, though. Fuck the Bucks. The, dude. I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan. Giannis can't shoot. You pack the lane in the NBA. Uh, when it comes playoff time, it'll be the same thing as the Toronto series last year. Dude. He'll be fine, and then and then he won't. Good God! You got Chris Middleton. He can fucking gun. He's good. You got. He's an all star. Corver's there He's now. An all star shooter. I think Corver is there. Yeah, yeah. He is. Corver is is. He's not gonna. I mean, Eric Bledsoe. He's good. Brooke Lopez can step out and hit a three. He's good pick and pop. Ilya Sova's good. Wesley Matthews is a gun. I love Wesley. He was great for the Pacers last year. Pat Connington's still good. They got Frank Mason. He can shoot. Sterling Brown, George Hill. They have shooters everywhere. Yeah, I don't disagree except for the fact that you named Frank Mason, who literally has not seen the court in 19 years. Okay, we'll say we got an injury rolling around. Come playoff time, Frank Mason can come in and hit a three. He is good. I, I like him more than I like Quinn Cook. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't I know. All my one. Maryland people, they love Quinn Cook. I'm a fan of him, actually. I don't know why I said that. Quinn I kind of just, nice, yeah, dude. I just lied. I like Quinn. Yeah, I'm actually a fan. I think he's good. <laughs> I don't know why I said it. To be honest, okay. it came to my mind. I just like started firing yeah. it out, and I didn't mean it. I actually lied to everybody, so I apologize. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I got nothing to say bad about Quinn Cook. He's good. Caruso's taking his highlights, but I love yeah, I love me some Alex Caruso. See, I love Caruso too because you know he puts on for the boys. But dude, <clears throat> let's let's score more than two points in a dunk highlight a game. I will say he like, does not. He does not fill a stat sheet very well. <laughs> no, at all. He he'll get LeBron will set him up for some crazy dunk and then he'll be on Sports Center for fucking five straight days. Wow, Kevin Steam is getting murdered. The Hawks are getting murdered. Although Kevin just hit a shot. Speaking of that, let's go yeah. into how the how the Dude. Terp 
Terp players are in the NBA. We've got Jake Lehman. We have Kevin Herter. We have Bruno Fernando. Bruno, Fernando. Um, Bruno put up like 25 in a G League game the other day, and they said, fuck, my bad. We didn't mean to play you there. Let's put you back on the roster. Yeah, he had 28, dude. He was killing. Really? Yeah. No, he's good. Alex Lynn's been playing well. Uh, the Hawks are a mess. Well, dude. But, I mean, did, we, did, did people forget that Trey Young had a meltdown in the locker room? I, I feel like that just hasn't been talked about since it happened. Yeah, so I've heard it wasn't true. I heard it didn't happen. Is that from an inside source? Well, it's from our best friend. <laughs> so I guess he's inside yeah, yeah. source, but that might have been... Confidentiality, I don't know. Shit, I don't know, but what <laughs> I'm thinking is Trey got in Kevin's face and beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin definitely got his ass beat by Trey. And that's why he's trying to make the story <laughs> small. And see, there's a uh, there's a reason of rumor, if that is a rumor, there's a reason that rumor was started. Well, Trey Young walks around the court like some celebrity that he's better than everybody agreed, on his team. Agreed, agreed. He might score 40 points a game, but they lose by 30 every single night. How fucking tiring does that get? Start just doing something else. You're obviously not doing something right. Well, he can't guard anybody. I think that's his biggest issue. And yeah. it's tough to watch, especially having a friend on the team. I know he gets assists, so I'm not trying to talk down on the guy because he is really fucking good. But when your assist is a wide-open guy in the corner and you decide to throw a lob pass that one out of every three gets taken away when you could have three points on the board, but you want the highlight, that's when I have a problem. Yeah. If you go back and watch the Hawks versus the Pacers, Trey Young had a layup with .5 left. He had a left-handed um, scoop layup over Sabonis to tie the game going to overtime. If you watch that again, though, he has a wide-open Jabari Parker in the corner, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's to win the game. It's a wide-open three from an NBA player yeah. from the corner. It's almost guaranteed money. But instead, he shoots a low I, percentage left-handed floater. The way I look at it is if you are the, the player performing the best on your team and nobody is murmuring MVP anywhere, I, I just don't think you're doing it right. And I, I don't yeah. think – the thing for me is like you look at a guy like Trey Young, the Hawks would probably be just as good – I don't know if better if he wasn't on the roster. Ooh, They'd be I don't losing know about that. I don't know about that. Dude, you're in the NBA. Somebody else is going to step up and score the extra 15, 20 points. I don't disagree. They are 6-21. and 21. Let's not forget that. Like, like They could do that without Trey Young. They could have that record without Trey Young. I don't disagree with you. Now, I will say for the sake of Maryland, Kevin kind of got screwed there for a little bit. He got hurt right when he was hitting stride. I think he had 20 against Portland. And then he was 7-for-7 seven seven from the field, had 16 points, and got hurt at Denver, um, which kind of took him off his track there for a little bit. Now he's finally getting back into the mix again uh, after sitting out about seven games. So I will say I feel bad for him <clears throat> on, that, on that standpoint. But he's a shooter. He's a gunner. He's going to start playing his best here again soon. I think he's just got to shake off the rust. And it's tough having a guy like Trey Young that is so ball-dominant that you never get the ball past you. Yeah. I mean, we've tried to get Kevin to say bad things about him. He won't do it. Kevin likes playing with him, thinks he's a good teammate. Yeah. Uh, thinks they actually play pretty well together just because their style of plays match pretty well. But 
yeah, for the record, I will say I, I'm not bought in. I'm not bought in on the Trey Young show. Yeah, I I'm agreed. Not, I'm sorry, sorry Trey, I'm not bought in yet. You got to prove something to me, please. Don't do something else besides score thirty a game. Let's let's get make your team better. Yeah, I don't disagree. Guard somebody, but I will say on the standpoint of uh, Kevin liking actually playing with him and says nothing bad. I don't know how you don't talk shit about people, but Kevin, for whatever reason, just it's not in his DNA. He'll never say a bad thing about a teammate. He loves all his guys. But again, I don't know how you don't say something bad about Trey when you never get the fucking ball. I mean, dude, he never touches the ball ever. It's 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 weird. It is weird. It sucks, but, but luckily... That's just kind of how the NBA... Yeah, I mean, that's role players in the NBA. You got to do what you got to do, and he's doing what he has to do right now to get paid, so... Yeah, and he's getting paid a whole lot. Um, yeah, Jake Lehman, he's been hurt for the past couple of weeks. I talked to him the other day. Um, he's the man, you know. He hurt his... T- I mean, is he going to be on the cast soon, or is he just going to... What's going on? I mean, he's one of our friends, and he hasn't been on the podcast yet. It's pretty disrespectful. He wants on. He wants on. He's been begging me. He's texted me a couple times. He actually called me the other day, and he started begging me. Um, we're going to yeah, let him on. He sent some nudes and said, please. Are we talking nudes? <laughs> Is that what you just said? <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We're having fun. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, he'll be on the podcast here soon. We just had to get it out to you guys before he gets on so you guys can get questions answered, all that shit. Um He'll be a great listen, but he's been hurt yeah. the past couple games. He's averaging 10 a game this year. Uh, then you got a guy like Bruno, same system as Kevin. He's a rookie. He's not playing much. That's how it is. And, yeah, that's all we got for the Terps in the NBA this year. I'm, well, I, one last thing on Jake. I'll say I'm glad he is on the Timberwolves now because when he does play, he finally has that green light just to shoot as many times as he can before he gets taken out. And I think that was just a different role in Portland, and they kind of held him back. But Well, that's Terry Stotts, man. He – he, like, is the worst coach. How do you not win more than two or three playoff series in your entire existence in Portland when you have Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum? Yeah. Like, you have two of, like, the clutchest backcourt in the NBA. I agree. I agree. I think it'll be interesting to see what his job's looking like next year. Yeah, I don't disagree. Let's uh, let's transition into NFL football um i know everybody's are we gonna are we gonna bring up zion though i know people want to hear about it plain and simple train is he too fat to play in the nba you're right i I don't know how i forgot that question but is he too fat to play in the i'm asking you because people forget you're five foot three (laughs) jesus christ dude first of all not five foot three i will clarify again for the listeners i'm five ten on a good day five nine on the worst day secondly zion williamson is a hefty fella but god damn it is he good i don't think he's too fat for the league can he go 82 games though no so he'll be he will sit out he will have load management issues i do believe so he jumps way too high and throws the ball down way too hard to not have back issues or knee i mean he's got 285 on him (laughs) he's a big guy plain it's yeah like He's he's more than big train. Yeah, I don't think he's too fat to play in the NBA. I think he was not going to play until twenty twenty. That will be the. I I literally I watched some highlights of his preseason game, and every time he touched the ball, his sack was in somebody's mouth, and the <laughs> ball was going through the hoop. Yeah. 
And then he hit a three, pretty much flicked off the whole crowd and let them know that he's here. And it's it's no longer the NBA. It's it's uh, it's Zion that they're literally thinking about naming it Zion. I mean, <clears throat> he could literally play in the NFL right now. I would take him as my quarterback. I would take him as a D end or. Yeah, I. You see him throw that football, dude. You he literally disappeared in the air. If you give me four throws, and a guarantee oh. that my shoulder won't come out of socket, I can throw it twice as far. Okay, uh, people, Indianapolis. We're in Indianapolis. Two episodes next week. Andrew is going to be videotaped on a football field, trying to throw the ball more than twenty yards. Twenty yards. Mind you, no, people, no. it is. It is 20 degrees here. Like, I will need a good 30 to 40 minutes of hot tub preparation before. That's fine. We can make that happen. All right, whatever. Fuck it. I'll do it. Yeah. Uh, 20 yards, though? I, dude, I need 20. Give me, let's, give me some fucking confidence. All right. I'll bet you 100 bucks. You can't throw more than <clears> – <throat> you can't throw it 50 yards. What size football? Collegiate. High school and you get we're not, high school and you got a deal. We're not pros, dude. Come on, whatever. Our baby cousin could throw a high school ball twenty yards. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Do, yeah, all right, you're right. Okay, fifty yards 50 collegiate yards, football. Collegiate. How many tries do I get? Three. Two. No, three. No gloves. Three, and I get a glove. All right. Hundred fifty dollars. Three. No glove. Oh man, dude! I'm a for all those listeners. I'm a glove thrower. I'm a sweet, sweet glove thrower. I love them. <laughs> um, fuck it, I'll go no glove. Whatever, hundred and fifty dollars, okay. fifty yards, three tries, no glove. Collegiate football. I'll go buy one this week. Perfect. It might be snowing, and I can't wait. That'll be even better. We'll be able to get accurate distance on exactly where the ball lands. Perfect. Speaking of football fields, NFL's got a interesting thing going on here at the end of the season. The NFC uh, with the Giants and the Eagles, their fucking division's trash. Well, you're forgetting the main people in it, the Cowboys. Yeah, but I, the fact that the Cowboys are probably going to make the playoffs is so fucking fucked up. Well, it comes down to the to the Eagles and the Cowboys. Uh, this weekend whoever wins is in essentially unless the Eagles lose at the Giants if they end up winning this weekend um, they play the Giants is Eli next. Manning getting re-signed I think he's done I would re-sign him to a five-year deal right now <laughs> he looked great dude there is nothing worse than Eli Manning under pressure he goes straight happy feet and he just crumbles yeah I mean, maybe not five years. I'd give him a two-month contract for next season. What a Why little not? Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, we'll just we'll bring you in. We might throw you out. Let's try it out. Yeah, I, I'm down with that. This is this is the time of year that you lose everything you've ever made in your entire lifetime. Yeah, like you throw a bet down wrong, done. You're you're. No longer. It's Christmas time, dude. No, I know people are getting money Christmas morning, and I know they're spending it on bets. Exactly, dude. If you don't wake up, cash your check, <clears throat> and immediately throw three hundred on the Lakers, you're doing it wrong Christmas Day. Plain and simple. You are. You are. 
Plain and simple. How many people are going to lose money on the fucking Bills-Patriots game this weekend? I'm going Bills, man, and I'm hitting them heavy. I hit Bills' money line last time, and it was smacked it around, and my bank account was feeling pretty good. Past couple weeks, we've been feeling pretty poor. Yeah. I'm smacking the Patriots minus six and a half. Dude, they're going to kill them. No way. Their defense is – the Bills' defense is too good. And now, let's see how they are when they're not stealing signs, man. That was wild. The Bengals caught dude, them. The Bengals are so bad. The Patriots said, let's try out some shit and see if it works because we're playing the worst team ever. Dude, but that's just like the Houston Astros. Did you see that whole thing with that's them sign-stealing? Yeah. So yeah. when they played the Yankees last year, they were talking about Severino has a fastball that looks exactly like a breaking ball. And for whatever reason, the Astros didn't – they were like 27 for 27 not swinging on a breaking ball. And A-Rod tweeted. He's like, dude, pitches are way too good. There's no way these dudes are holding back. They're stealing signs. Everybody laughed at him, said, A-Rod, yeah. hey, fuck yourself. You're, you suck dick, blah, blah, blah. Uh, if he does, he does. I don't give a shit. It's 2019. It's fun. It's cool. <laughs> His wife's fantastic, but... Yeah, oh, more than fantastic. But anyway, I, they're laughing I, about it, and then boom, this yeah. comes out. They were stealing signs. It's it's disappointing. I'm not mad about it. Which I'm one, the Astros or the Patriots? Both. Because they're both dynasties that are stealing. I, I think the Astros is a little more bullshit and could get me a little more angry because... Agreed. They literally know what's going to happen before it happens. And, pit, and Patriots can't. Yeah. You can't predict what the like. Patriots can't predict everything. Like they might know a couple, like setups and, yeah, and routes agreed. that are going to be run. But like, at the end of the day, football is improvised a lot when the ball is snapped. So that's tough. But I will say I'm disappointed. I'm that disappointed father that's like, you come home drunk, you're high, in high school. Let and me smell your, your breath. Looks at you. Yeah, and then they don't talk to you for like a week and a half, and you're like... Am I grounded, or am I just fucked? It's it's one of those things where you're so mentally fucked, you end up doing worse stuff. Yeah, me too. That's how it was. That's exactly how it was. It's horrible, dude. I will say, fantastic mind tricks, Mark Stewart. You did a good job. Yeah. But I I think it... Like, that being said, disappointed. I'm disappointed. Patriots can win without stealing signs. They're good enough. We'll see if they actually I'm, are. I think they're going to kill the Bills this weekend. I love the Bills. I think Josh Allen's going to be really good. I think the Bills have a really bright future, but I think they're on a little too hot of a train right now. Yeah. It's going to be a really shitty game. It's going to be low scoring. I'm not taking the spread. I'm going to take the Pats money line, but I would I would yeah. suggest speaking of that, I would suggest taking the Bills spread Pat's money line. I do think it'll be a close I like that. field goal game. They might not score more than three points. They might. It might be a two to zero game. Because the Bills have a defense, and so do the Patriots. The Bills this have is one a of the great better Patriot. Defense. One of the better Patriot defenses we've seen. The Bills defense is phenomenal. I don't. I. It, it's going to be an interesting game. If Tom Brady's alive, he might throw for four hundred yards. They might. I think it's either going to be a one point game or a twenty point game. I agree, and I think. I think the twenty-point game would favor the Patriots. I agree because it's just them. All right, rapid fire train: Texans versus uh, he, uh Jesus Christ. Texans versus Tampa Bay Bucks minus three. Who you got? Yeah, I got I got Texans minus three. Texans money line. Um, I would take the over in this game, whatever it is. I don't know what it is yet. Yeah, 
But I would take the over because there's going to be a lot of points scored between these two teams. Jameis is going to throw six touchdowns and still lose the game with five interceptions. But yeah. I, I think I, I like I like the uh, Texans minus three and the Texans money line there. Um, Rams 49ers, who do you got? Uh, I got Rams minus six or plus six and a half. I have 49ers winning the game. Uh, they will not lose two games in a row, but I don't think they will be able to shut down Goff, and I think Aaron Aaron Donald causes tons of problems. Uh, Dallas Eagles, who gets in the playoffs? This is the game that you hammer, though. Um, All you listeners, if you're going to do something, do it on this. It's two teams that will play hard the entire fucking game. Life on the line at Eagles for the playoff berth. Who do you got? Shout out Stephen A. Smith. The Cowboys are going to lose this game. They can't fucking do it. They never can. They never will. Garrett's going to be crying. Jerry Jones is going to be crying. Ezekiel Elliott is going to be beating somebody up. Yeah. It's it's The Eagles are going to get in. Wentz is going to say, this is why you paid me. This is why Dak should not have seen any kind of contract. Uh-huh. Oops. Sorry, Dak. You've had a great season, but nah, nah. you're not clutch. I think, I think yeah, I think Wentz, Eagles, they're in. I'm going Dallas. Uh, you're going to be here next week. Loser has to go in the snow three snow angels in their boxers okay why don't we just do it naked (laughs) reverse style so they just see our butt cheeks (laughs) i don't know i don't because then that would be that'd be really cold face and privates in the snow how confident are you in the cowboys buddy i mean do you want people seeing your cheeks trying I don't care. Yeah, I'll shake them around a little bit too. I don't care. Yeah, well, I mean, what? hey man, I was looking out for you there. Do you want people seeing your cheeks? I don't give a shit. Yeah, I don't care either. Hey, That's PG thirteen. We're not rated R yet. Not yet. Well, actually, if you look at our thing on the website, it says viewer discretion is advised because we do say some pretty crazy things on here. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, we got to stop talking, man. Uh, my voice is running out. Yeah. My voice is scratchy. No, I sound like a raspy old creepy dude in a bar. Um, I kind of like those type of guys, though. They're fun. You could talk to them for hours. Dude, you sure can. You sure can. Yeah. They know exactly All what right, the best well, snacks are from behind the bar, too. God, do they, dude. They'll let you know. Yeah, definitely. Anyways, that's it for us this weekend. We got to stop talking, like you said. Enough of that. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Let's have a Kwanzaa party. I'm here for it. Happy holidays, people. Two episodes coming at you live next week. That's Andrew Terrell. I'm Nick Stewart. See you later.